0: Jesus wants to heal you. You need healing, and Jesus wants to heal you. In today's gospel, Jesus heals ten men with leprosy. And while we don't all have leprosy or other serious physical ailments that need healing, we do have emotional and spiritual wounds. And Jesus is the only one who can heal us in those ways. We all have a need for healing to greater or lesser degrees. And as long as we live, we will continually need Jesus' healing. We have these hurts. We have these pains. Some of us have gotten really good of just kind of pushing them down deep inside and forgetting about them, ignoring them. Some of us have found other ways to cover over the pain or to numb the pain whether that's food or drink or pornography and the like. We need to believe that life is better without the pain, and Jesus wants to heal you. So I wish today to spend my time speaking about healing. And healing in three ways. Healing comes in three ways. One, renouncing bad spirits. Two, forgiving others. And three, receiving forgiveness ourselves. First, renouncing bad spirits. This is why we need prayer. Why we need to live a recollected life. We need time to ask the Lord to reveal to me, where am I hurting? I need to pay attention to what's going on inside of me. There can be spirits of anger, resentment, lust, greed, unforgiveness, envy, selfishness, even self-hatred and the like. It doesn't mean that we are a bad person if we have these spirits, but these spirits are keeping you from freedom and peace. And Jesus wants to heal them. Like the lepers in our gospel today, we need to cry out to Jesus, Jesus, Master, have pity on me. I need to say, in the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of resentment. In the name of Jesus, I need, I renounce the spirit of envy. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of self-hatred, or whatever it may be. Renouncing these spirits, being aware of them, can lead to healing. The second is forgiveness and forgiving others. At times, there are small things in our lives, right, that bother us, and they really shouldn't bother us. Some things we need to relate to the Lord and ask Him, Lord, why is this bothering me so much? It's really not that big of a deal. It shouldn't bother me, Lord, and we need to move on. I have an example of this. One of the classes I took when I was studying theology was homiletics on on preaching. And so you can... You can blame my uh, professor if my preaching isn't up to your standards. Anyways, in this homily practicum, we all had took practice giving homilies, and at the end of one of my practice homilies, the professor, who uh, a Dominican about 50 years of age, he said to me, he goes, Nick, I'm really glad you're becoming a priest and you're not going to get married. Because I could just see you talking to your wife. Hey baby, how are you? I like you. And I was so offended. Not because I was upset about what he thought about my preaching, but that he thought that I wouldn't be a good husband or a good father, because I always thought that if Lord called me to that, I would be a great husband and a great father. But that really did bug me and offended me for a few days, and in the end it shouldn't have bugged me that much. And I was able to let it go. But there are also real offenses, real injustices, that we need to forgive. And to do so, I think it's important to realize what forgiveness is not. Forgiveness in these situations is not, oh, that's no problem, everything's fine, it's not a big deal, acting like it never happened. But rather, forgiveness is acknowledging the offense, the injustice, and admitting to God that it hurts. Relating it to him, telling it to him exactly why it hurts. Don't pull any punches. But then it's surrendering it to God. It's surrendering that person to the Lord. We need to realize that that other person, maybe who, have a, who offended us, is also a broken human person. This way we'll have compassion on them rather than anger unforgiveness or resentment. It also truly helps us to remember that Jesus isn't resentful towards us when we offend him, but he looks at us with compassion, knowing our brokenness, and he doesn't take it personal. And so, therefore, it's a matter of us then saying, in the name of Jesus, I forgive so-and-so for X. In the name of Jesus, I forgive so-and-so for Y. And it does take time. Time does help if we are willing to forgive. Forgiveness takes time because it involves our memory. It involves our passions. But we have to choose to want to forgive. Because forgiveness is saying, there's something more to that person than their offense against me. There's a greater dignity to them than their offense against me. Unforgiveness is saying, I'm going to identify that person as their offense. And everyone is more than their sins. Healing by forgiving others. Thirdly, receiving forgiveness ourselves as a means to healing. Most importantly, obviously, that is the sacrament of confession. There is no true freedom, no true healing without the mercy of God. If you want healing, you must go to confession. But people will say, I can't forgive myself. And that means I won't accept God's mercy. I want to punish myself by not receiving God's mercy. When I can't forgive myself, I think that God can't love me or I'm not worthy of forgiveness. And in one sense, we are not worthy of it. We just must humbly accept that love and that mercy. We also may not want his forgiveness because then we are indebted to God. We owe him something now. And in our pride, right, we don't want to owe anyone anything. But will I allow God to be in relationship with me? Will I allow myself be, to be a debtor to him? Ultimately, there can be reasons why I don't want to renounce these spirits. Why I don't want to forgive another, why I don't want to be forgiven myself? It's because maybe I know myself in my hurt. I may be miserable, but I've known how to deal with that misery, how to ways to cope with it. I may be in pain, but it's what I know I've gotten used to it. Whereas if I truly let Jesus into that pain, I have to face it, and I don't want to do that. It's like a painful surgery that removes the cancer. It hurts, but in the end, we're better for it. My friends, Jesus does want to heal you, to give you true freedom. Don't repress that pain. Don't numb the pain, but take it to Jesus. Don't waste it. The best times of our prayer is when we're vulnerable, when we're needy. When we need him. This is what we need to relate to Jesus, to tell it to him. Allow him to tell you that he loves you and he's with you. Reject any spirit that is contrary to your identity as a beloved son or beloved daughter of God the Father. And ask Jesus for the grace to forgive another and receive his mercy yourself in confession. Jesus, Master, have pity on me. Lord Jesus, we are a hurting people, a people that is desperate without you, a people that is lost without you. Lord Jesus, I ask you to pour out your precious blood upon everyone here, your precious blood that redeemed the world. I ask that you cover everyone here with it. Give them healing, give them freedom. May they truly know your love, your mercy, your forgiveness, and your presence in their lives. I ask this in your name. About